1: All right, everybody, want to welcome y'all back to another episode of Field Note Fridays. And it's deer season, and we're talking deer with our good buddy, Josh Honeycutt. So, Josh, you've been on the podcast. I don't think we need to do a whole reintroduction, but man, welcome back to the podcast.
2: Yeah, thanks. Good to be on here. I appreciate you having me.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. Always love talking deer hunting, and it's always a good time when we get you on here. So, man, deer season started it's kind of that october lull time you know you've got some parts of the country right now that you know they've got some good activity like i've got a good buddy up in nebraska that his trail cams are lighting up with the shooters but there's other parts like here in texas where i am where it's just dead slow so tell us a little bit about where you're hunting where you're headed to hunt you know this upcoming week i know we were talking just prior to the podcast you're gonna be doing a lot of hunting this upcoming week but Kind of tell us, what have you been seeing with deer activity? What have the whitetail been doing? And what are your trail cams been telling you?
2: Yeah, you know, it's, uh, like you said, it's been a little bit slow here. Uh, not for everybody, but but for me. Um, I had a couple of really big deer on camera in the summer, and they've since moved off to their fall ranges. And uh, uh, the one target that I have been following for the past uh, couple weeks or so um was taken during the youth weekend by a neighboring hunters. So obviously, super happy for him. Uh, you know, definitely pumped for the for the youth hunter that got that deer. Uh, I've actually got sheds from that buck from the past few seasons, and I'm boxing those up and sending them to him. But uh, but yeah, right now I am currently without a target deer that I'm that interested in. Um, I still know of some deer that are still alive. I just don't have patterns on them. Yeah. For the next week or so, I'm going to be spending time uh, scouting and, uh, just trying to, trying to figure out a deer.
1: I got you, man. Well, you know, right now, like here in Texas, and I know there's probably a lot of guys and gals that are going to be listening to this and you know, that they might be in Texas right now. I think one of the problems that we have, why these deer have slowed down a lot is a, we've had a full moon this past week. And then when we had some rain hit, It caused there to be a lot of growth, like right at the beginning of deer season here, and so they've got a lot of browse right now. And then the other problem we have are acorns; they're everywhere. They've just hit the ground, so these deer have a lot of food everywhere. And so, you know, Texas typically you're hunting on bait, you've got feeders, and so there's been a lot of people that you know they key in on those areas, and so that's where I think a lot of the difficulty has been. But in terms of your area, you know, have you been seeing a lot of brows that these deer have got? You know. Are there a lot of acorns on the ground? Like, tell us what it's been like out there.
2: Yeah, so it's been a uh, similar situation here. We've been in kind of a drought uh, the past month or so. We actually just got our first rain in about 30 days, I think, yesterday. Um, well, planted for fall aren't going to, to do well. Yeah. Um, some of the early earlier plots that maybe got in back in uh, early to mid-August might might end up doing fine. But a lot of the uh, stuff that got planted in late August and step really hasn't done. Uh, and other parts of the, the north, the, the northern part of the southeast, and southern part of the Midwest. But uh, uh, yeah, so right, but there are a lot of acorns this year? There's a lot of acorns on the ground. Mass is, is seems to be pretty heavy. Uh, not everywhere. It's it's in pockets, but but a lot of the areas seem to have pretty 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 good uh, acorn crops. So at least moderate uh, to, to high crop this year. Um, so that's definitely something to focus on. That's something that generally happens this time of year anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, acorns start falling in September into early October, and that's just kind of the transition. That's a big part of what people think. You know, the, the the misconception of the October lull just doesn't isn't real. And I say things right now are slow, but that doesn't mean that the deer aren't doing anything. That just means I haven't figured things out yet. Um, and so, definitely, uh, deer. You know, uh, you know, you can dedicate a a lot of time talking about the October low, but the deer activity, uh, including mature buck activity, is going to continually increase uh, from summer to early fall and peak during the rut, then taper off during the late season. So that's something to remember. Uh, if, if things seem slow where you are, that doesn't mean that deer just aren't moving. It just means they aren't moving where you're at. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at, and I'm still in the process of uh, finding a target deer, but definitely focus on uh, uh, acorns are big right now. Uh, If you're in crop country, harvested uh, cornfields are are good. Most of the soybeans have turned now. If there's any green soybeans left, definitely focus on those because they're going to be a hot ticket item because they're pretty rare at this this point. But, uh, uh, yeah, definitely focus on remaining green soybeans, freshly picked cornfields, acorns. Are big. Uh, a lot of the brows just isn't as great right now, or as attractive to some of these deer as it normally would be this time of year, just because it is so dry. But with fresh rain, uh, some of that might uh, juice back up. But uh, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, I would definitely focus on hard mass for the time being.
1: Definitely good tips to have. I was just, I was just about to ask you know what, what kind of recommendations you got for that person that's trying to kill one right now. But you know, aside from you know those things. Would you say telling the listener, you know, if you have the capability and the time at work to do so, if you see a cold front coming in right now, a week ahead or a few days ahead, uh, you might want to go ask your boss off or, you know, ask for permission to get off. Would you say that's a a good piece of advice right there?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, definitely keep an eye on that 10 day and uh, get get that time in if you have to do it in, in advance. Um, you know, I, I know there is a one coming uh, next week. There's going to be a significant temperature drop across much of the Midwest and parts of the Southeast mm-hmm. um, this coming week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday—those are, are three days that are looking pretty good as far yep. as that goes. Yep. Um, so definitely keep an eye on that. If you have some time off work, those might be three good days. We've already had one big cold front of October hit, but uh, this one's kind of toward the middle of October, so it's kind of closer to that time when deer really starting to get up and move just a little bit more anyway. So definitely if you can take advantage of that cold front early next week.
1: Yeah. As I say, I saw that, that cold front coming in, we've got pretty good chance of rain Sunday through Tuesday here down in Texas and I'm in central Texas and we've got lows in the forties at night and then highs are getting in the, you know, low to mid sixties during the day. So I'm definitely going to be trying to take advantage of that, you know, I've been trying to kill a deer out here this past week. And, you know, typically when you think of Texas, you think of a pretty target rich environment, but the the insane thing is, you know, with that full moon, these deer, we've got some thermal imaging that we'll check the fields at night just to kind of see what the movement has been like. And I mean, our fields are just lit up with deer. You'll see anywhere between one to two dozen deer out in these fields and they're just bedded out there just eating right now. And then, you know, come daylight they're gone and they're not even going anywhere near where we've got stands set up. So yeah definitely gonna be taking advantage of that cold front next week
2: yeah for sure definitely um and you know sometimes that can be kind of if, you're, if things have been slow or if bucks haven't transitioned into their fall patterns just yet oftentimes these cold fronts can kind of spur them to go ahead and do that if they haven't already so yeah. if, if somebody's out there kind of like me and they haven't really seen one of their target bucks in a while or they're they haven't seen target bucks that they're expecting to be back yet. Um, uh, you know that these cold fronts can sometimes be that switch that causes them to to do that. And and it, and sometimes if you're there right when it happens, you can see it. You know, you can be there the first time that they daylight, yeah, uh, or the first time that they even show up for that matter. Yeah. So that's that's the power that these October cold fronts can have.
1: Yeah, can definitely get these deer and get the hunters out of that October lull. So, well, man, I know you're a busy guy trying to get yourself a target buck figured out right now. So I really appreciate you hopping on the podcast with us, talk deer, deer hunting, and uh, another episode for the Field Note Friday. So Josh, just want to say thanks and appreciate your time today. Yeah, thank you. Good luck. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. All right, y'all. There you go. Mr. Josh Honeycutt dropping some deer hunting knowledge nuggets for all y'all out there. If you weren't thinking about going to the deer stand this weekend because of the October lull, or you haven't had that shooter buck showing up, or you just haven't really been seeing that much activity, I might rethink that with this good cold front coming in this weekend, it's gonna get things lit up. And what I mean by that and why I say that is, the forecast here for Texas is rain and lows in the 40s, highs in the 60s. Now, if you're from Texas, you understand that finally it's fall and we got some good cold weather. And yes, I said cold, y'all up north. I know y'all are probably getting snow right now and you're probably laughing at me, but when we got that this time of year in October, that means that it's gonna get things kicked off for deer season. The deer are gonna start moving better. Now, unfortunately, we've got a lot of acorns in certain parts of Texas. And so the deer have been hitting those a lot. So you're gonna have to adjust your plan a little bit potentially, but If you weren't thinking about going to the deer stand, highly advise that you rethink that and go get your rear hind up in a tree stand or up in a tripod, hang on, saddle, tower blind, box blind, pop-up, whatever you're going to be hunting out of, go get out in the woods this weekend, y'all. And again, we just want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Hunt Stand Podcast for Field Note Fridays. We really appreciate the support. And y'all, good luck this deer season. I can't wait to see some big, giant deer pictures. And y'all, if you want... Something cool that we got going on here at Hunt Stand. if you shoot a big buck, send it to Mr. Mark Meletic over here on our team. I'm gonna drop a link down into the description to get that buck entered into our big buck alert contest. Now, if you don't know what that is, I highly advise that you go down to the link in the description for this podcast because there's a lot of really cool gifts and prizes that you can win for this thing. It's a weekly contest. Somebody is winning different every week, depending on the size of the buck and the pictures and the story. And I'm gonna let y'all see all the details in the description down in the link below. But if you shoot a big buck, send us that picture and heck, even email it to me. That's just podcast at huntstand.com. We really appreciate y'all support and we'll see y'all on the next one.